Mike Slater. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Mike Slater is on. Slater Crusaders, thanks for being here. We're going to uh, get to what happened in Chattanooga and with Planned Parenthood. We got all that coming up. Uh, I want to wrap up this conversation about the D.C. Metro and talk about some bigger picture stuff here. Uh, So if you're just tuning in, D.C. Metro, 4th of July night, 18-year-old stabs a 25-year-old 40 times with a pocket knife um, on the train. The train's moving, so it's a couple minutes. Uh, No one does anything. No one did anything. Everyone watched it. And at least one witness, an able-bodied male, bigger than the stabber, doesn't even feel bad about it. Doesn't feel bad about doing nothing. So put yourself in that scenario. What would you do? Think about how long it takes to stab someone 40 times. What would you do and why? And I'd love it if you could ask your kids what they, what they would do, what they think the right thing to do is, what they would expect you to do in that scenario. And if you can let me know, that'd be fantastic. Slater Radio is my Twitter, and just at gmail.com is, is my website, is my um, email, SlaterRadio at gmail.com. I want to talk about uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, putting his politics aside, is the just archetype of American manliness. He was a cattle rancher a police commissioner, a governor, the president, a soldier, a writer, an explorer, a boxer, a wrestler, a reader, a husband. He read the Iliad and the Odyssey twice in Greek. Once, wait, where are the two times he read it? Once as a boy. No, no, once, no, there's a once on, uh, on horseback, right? Once on horseback as he was traveling west in Greek. And then another time uh, when he was in the White House. Okay, so he is just a, a, a man, like in the most traditional classic sense. And he was given the, I mean, like in the sense that he's like classical philosophy and whatnot. He's a man. Um, he was giving a commencement speech at Sidwell School in Washington, D.C. This is where the president's daughters go today. Uh, this is in 1907. I just want to read a paragraph here, very short speech. He said, I want to see you game, boys. Meaning, I want to see you prepared. I want to see you ready. I want to see you involved. He said, I want to see you brave and manly. And I also want to see you gentle and tender. In other words, you should make it your object to be the right kind of boys at home so that your family will feel a genuine regret instead of a sense of relief when you're away. And at the same time, you must be able to hold your own in the outside world. You cannot do that if you have not manliness and courage in you. Now, it does not, it doesn't do any good to have either of those two sets of qualities if you lack the others. I don't care how nice of a little boy you are. If when you're out, you're afraid of other little boys, lest they be rude to you. For if that's the case, then you're not going to be a very happy boy, nor grow up to be a very useful man. 
Right? So if you're nice, dad, you're just super nice, but you're afraid to do anything. Right? You're afraid to, to, to do things that are uncomfortable to you. You're not going to grow up to be very, a very useful man. For when a boy grows up, I want him to be of such a type that when somebody wrongs him, he will feel a good, healthy desire to show the wrongdoers that he cannot be wronged with impunity. Let's see here. Ba, 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 ba. Ah, this is how it relates to the Metro. I like to have a man who is a citizen that when a wrong is done to the community by anyone, and I think someone stabbing another person on the subway is an example of that. When a wrong is done to the community by anyone, when there is an exhibition of corruption or betrayal of trust or violence or brutality, I would like a man who is not shocked and horrified and would like to go home. But I would like to have him feel the determination to put the wrongdoer down. To make the man who does wrong aware that the decent man is not only superior in decency, but is superior in strength. And not only physical strength, but strength of character. The kind of strength that makes a good and forceful citizen. I love this quote right here. I'm going to hang on to this quote, and I'm going to, we're going to do a lot more exploring of this quote moving forward. It should be your pride to be the champion of the weak. It should be your pride to be the champion of the weak. Not like seven days, but opposite of strong. A champion of the weak. And I'll end with this. He said... Um, a bit of advice. This is how he ended his speech. He said, a bit of advice that I've always been found of was gathered from the football field. And it applies just as much in life as it does on the football, with the football team. In life, as in your games, remember, don't flinch. Don't foul. And hit the line hard. That was it. That was the end of his speech. Don't flinch. Don't foul. And hit the line hard. In other words, don't hesitate when you see wrongdoing being done. Don't hesitate. Don't foul. Don't commit any wrongdoing. And hit the line hard. Commit. When you commit to doing the right thing, when your heart, your head, uh, and your body are in line to do the right thing, hit that hard. Do it. Com- complete it. Hit it fully. Don't compromise and, and see through it until it's completed. Hit the line hard. I want to tell the story of Rebecca Townsend. A few years ago, this this is a story of not flinching, not fouling, and hitting the line hard. This is what that looks like to me. Rebecca Townsend, a few years ago, it was her sophomore year in English um, high school, and her English teacher gave her an assignment to write a note to her future self. And in that note, she wrote three things on her bucket list. Right, things she wanted to do before she died. First, go to Spain. Second, kiss in the rain. And third, save a life. Graduated high school, got accepted to Notre Dame. And before she went, her parents took her to Spain the summer before. Check. Perfect. When she came home, she met a cute boy and kissed him in the rain. And on the 4th of July, just a couple weeks ago, 
She was with some friends going to the fireworks. And when they were, when they were crossing the street, Rebecca saw a car speeding towards her friend Benjamin. Rebecca ran in front of the car, pushed Benjamin out of the way. She saved a life. But that act took hers. She accomplished all three things on her bucket list. That third thing just before she died. But she didn't hesitate. Because she already decided what to do in that situation. And that's the key. If you haven't decided... So, Dr. David Jeremiah, pastor, Shadow Mountain Community Church. You've heard him uh, on uh, radio for decades. I was talking to him uh, the other day. I forget what we were talking about. He said... Oh, we talk, he's in San Diego, so we talk on my show every Friday. I forget what we were talking about, but he said, Slater, I've been saying this for years. And I say this to um, the young kids. If you decide, or if you make a decision, if you're trying to make a decision on what to do when it comes to sexual purity in the back of the car when you're with your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's far too late. You have to, you have to make that decision now. Before you, before before you're in that position, it's the same thing here. Rebecca decided a couple years prior to that that she wanted to save a life, and the situation presented itself, and she didn't hesitate. And if uh, think of the, the DC Metro story, the thing that started all this. If you're thinking, "Gosh, I don't know what I would do," if you're thinking, "Like I know I want to help." But I don't. I wouldn't know what to do. May I suggest taking a self-defense class? Any, I mean, any, any discipline um, would be good. Any, anything, anything's better than nothing. Uh, I can suggest Krav Maga. Uh, it's Israeli Defense Force self-defense class. Uh, K R A V. M A G A. Two words. Krav. K R A V. M A G A. Krav Maga. Um, I think it means contact combat. I think that's what the words mean in Hebrew. Um, and there, I guarantee you there's a, a class near you. So maybe do that. Do that with the family. It'd be a lot of fun. Especially women. Take a self-defense class. If you're not even comfortable doing that, can I suggest a CPR class? It's about being prepared, right? And you have to make the decision now to be of service in those situations. And if you, again, if you make this, if you're like, I know what the right thing to do is, but I'm not prepared. We can change that. Very simple. Rebecca's sister at her funeral said, she wants us to be okay. She accomplished what she, what she, no, she accomplished what she needed to. She made it. Those are great words for someone to say about you, isn't it? She accomplished what she needed to. She made it. I want to live in a world full of Rebecca's and we're all capable of doing that. 1-888-900-3393. Mike Slater show the blaze radio network. Spread the word. You're listening to Mike Slater on the blaze radio network.